I'm Rachel Melema, host of the Fearless Podcast. Welcome to the first ever episode. My goal for this podcast is to discuss topics and questions related to navigating today's society as a young Christian. Now, I'm not an expert whatsoever, but I do like to read and study and it's always something that really intrigues me. And today's question comes from my blog and it was a question from an anonymous person about a year ago. And the question was, how do I know when someone is right for me? And they explained how they recently broke up with their partner and they're trying to sort out these complicated feelings. Boy, do I understand. (laughs) When I replied to this a year ago, my ex-fiance at the time actually broke up with me three weeks prior. So this to me feels right up my alley. (laughs) So at the time, I had also held out hope that my ex and I would get back together. But I also felt really convicted to not hold on to any false hope because you can't really make any decisions based on what might happen in the future because the future just isn't certain. Actually, in Romans 8.28, it says, We know that in everything God works for the good of those who love him. They are the people he called because that was his plan. And from reading the Bible, I think that God doesn't hate us and he doesn't want to punish us and that some things in life happen to us for a particular season. I have this verse on a board in my home and it's actually a constant reminder and it's Ecclesiastes 3.1. And it says, there is a time for everything and everything on earth has its special season. It really does suit every season, that verse. No matter what you're going through, it's such a great reminder. I love it. So when I was going through my breakup, one thing that comforted me was knowing that God doesn't expect us to be happy all the time. And just because you're you're with someone and they say that they're a Christian or they, they say they've grown up a Christian, or they've been a Christian their whole lives, it doesn't actually mean anything when it comes to whether or not they're going to be a good future husband or a wife that doesn't say anything really. Just because someone is cute and charming, it, it also doesn't say that they're going to be hardworking or faithful or even on the same page as you. When my ex and I broke up, I actually developed a list of traits that I wanted to pray over in a future partner. And these are things that I felt mattered to me in a future husband. And I'm not going to go into the whole list because it would take forever, but here are just a few things that were on my list. So number one, Someone who has a great relationship with God and who seeks to grow in him and to put him first. Two, someone who is a gentleman and knows my worth and will treat me properly. Three, someone who makes me feel like I am the most beautiful woman on the planet and will, you know, not make me feel more insecure about myself. Four, someone who recognizes the importance of prayer and always says, let's pray without me having to initiate it first. That really meant something to me. And number five, someone who wants to read the Bible and do Bible studies together happily. One thing that I guess you can tell in this in this list is that I really wanted someone who would be a leader, someone who would take charge in the relationship and someone who I didn't feel I had to drag around to do these things. So I prayed over all these things and more while I was single and it helped me to discern when certain guys walked my way if they had any of these things I had prayed about. I wanted to get married one day and I wanted to be intentional about it. But in the meantime, I really felt like God just wanted me to grow as an individual. I wasn't ready for a relationship and he just wanted me to focus on him. So if you're going through a breakup right now, maybe God wants to take you higher. Maybe he wants to grow you 
and bring you closer to him before you're locked in with another person. The second part that really helped me was also some self-reflection questions that came along when I was trying to study to answer this question. And they really helped me figure out if I was really ready for a committed relationship that was heading towards marriage. And there were questions like, are you stable psychologically and socially? Do people, especially leaders and peers, see you as a stable, loving, caring, and well-adjusted person? Two, are you willing to grow in your knowledge about how relationships work and the skills that are leading to a lifelong healthy love? Or three, have you dealt with any of the past ghosts from your family of origin or past relationships? Is your heart healed, soft, and positive towards love and relationships? These are all really important questions to figure out if you're really ready for a relationship and if you even know how to have a relationship. You don't really want to fall into a relationship just to see where it goes, only for it to cause heartache and pain later down the road. Really figuring out things like what kind of pace do you set in relationships? Are you someone who just jumps to the end of the race and goes, okay, let's do this. I am ready. Let's go. I'm ready to commit and get married. Or are you someone who likes to take a slow pace, maybe date for a really long time? You don't want to be locked into commitment very, very quickly. Or uh, are you extroverted or introverted? What is your conflict resolution style? Do you run away or do you want to sort problems right then and there? What is your love language? So do you like hugs? Is your physical love language touch? Is it quality time where you're just sitting on the couch with your significant other and just talking or watching TV together? Is it gifts? Do Do you show your love by giving each other gifts? Things like that. How do you relax and recharge? These are all really useful when figuring out if you suit being with someone in a relationship. I learned about this through many, many relationship books, but two of my favorites that I really, really love was Love and Respect by Dr. Emerson Egerich or 101 Questions to Ask Before You Get Engaged by H. Norman Wright. These books can really help you. They really helped me with my relationship leading up to being married to Jesse. And they can really help you and your partner figure out if you're on the same page and whether you, whether or not you are really right for each other and it's not just the hormones talking. To me, being intentional always prevents both parties from heartbreak and potential months or years of anguish or just time wasting in general. My now husband and I, Jesse, we went through these books together and as well as a couple of premarital devotionals and premarital counseling sessions with a pastor. And it really helped us start our relationship well. But even before we were married, we were seeing signs that we were meant to be together. And all of these signs just gave us, you know, green flags and just helped us discern whether or not this was for real. So some of these signs were things like we loved being together, we were very comfortable around each other to just be ourselves and just be silly or serious or just relaxed. It was just a complete best friendship. I loved being with him and he loved being with me. Second one was we communicated well. I mean, sure, at the start, it was pretty rocky, mostly because how I communicate came from a very toxic background. But over time and and love, Jesse helped me able to communicate effectively as a couple and as a team. We were able to talk through our disagreements and about life in general, because like I mentioned before, 
Some people have different conflict resolution styles. I was the kind of person who would get angry and would need to step away to take a breath and to relax before I said anything I would regret. But Jesse's the kind of person who wants to resolve it right then and there. And he he didn't really appreciate me walking away. So over time, I've learned not to do that. And now we communicate really well. We understand that we're on each other's team and we're not against each other. And it's just been really good. Thirdly, we get along and we like both of our families, which is hallelujah rare. <laughs> My mom is Filipino and uh, she's a good judge of character sometimes. And when she met Jesse, she was very impressed immediately with his integrity, his service and his honesty. And she's been very proactive in the wedding, uh, which has also been a really good sign because if she wasn't uh, thinking that we should be together, then I doubt she would have any interest in getting together our wedding. <laughs> so number four, Jesse and I, we both serve in youth ministry in our church and we have compatible goals for our future in terms of ministry. I personally am very passionate about youth because when I was in high school, I went through a really hard time as a youth and I was very frightful. I was very anxious. I was very panicky all the time and depressed and being a part of a youth small group, particularly for girls, really helped build my faith and build my esteem and just made me encounter Jesus in an amazing way. And I want that for every youth. I want every youth to feel exactly how I felt when I came to know Jesus at that point in time. And Jesse feels the same way. He wants to speak into the lives of youth just as much as I do. And that's a that's a green flag for me. <laughs> And the last sign that we had was I personally didn't feel and he didn't personally feel like God was saying no. I'm sure when you would come across a potential partner in life, you, you either get this feeling of yes or, or no. For me, Jesse had all the traits that I had prayed for previously. I never got the feeling that he wasn't supposed to be in my life. I felt like he was there on purpose and he was there to make me a better person and to help me heal my past relationship wounds. Whenever I thought about Jesse when we were dating, the verse that always came to mind was from the book of Joel, from chapter 2, verse 25, which says, I will repay you for the years the locusts have eaten. And that always made my heart really, really warm. And it always made me feel like Jesse is here for a reason. And it's a yes and not a no. It also takes faith figuring out if someone is right for you. You can do this and more, but like I said in the beginning, you're not going to know fully the future and what it has in store for you. I personally prayed about it and Jesse prayed about it and we got to know each other and we asked other people of their opinions and it all seemed to just fit into place. And that also just gave me the confidence and peace that I chose the right person and that he's the one for me. And I'm never going to leave his side now. I've made a commitment to him for life. And that's what you do when you find someone who's the right person. You commit to them for life. And that's all for today. That's our first ever question that we're going through on the podcast. I really hope you enjoyed this first question. It's my first ever podcast. If it didn't really go well, I'm sorry, but things will be getting better in the future with more and more practice. Anyway, I really hope uh, you have a great day, a great week. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast, and I hope to see you next time. Bye. Bye.